Hey there, this is Zach Martinucci with the first episode of Against the Grain. I want to get you up to speed on our bakery business venture and tell you about what I think it means to make it. Last October, so just a few months ago, I moved to Denver, Colorado with the dream of opening a bakery with my friends. That wasn't the only reason for the move. I was looking for a new city, a change of pace, and the challenge of making a new place my home. In fact, I spent the first few weeks looking for work as a barista just because I've always been interested in coffee and wanted to learn something new while getting to know my community. My first two Denver jobs turned out to be part-time works as a barista at my favorite local coffee shop and as a server slash pastry chef at an Italian restaurant. Both were excellent transitional jobs for a time, and the perspective I have in hindsight is that, for one reason or another, they just didn't feel like what I was supposed to be doing. I've also been baking on my own since day one. It took me a while to get used to the altitude and a new home kitchen, I had a lot to learn from my friends and partners at Little Bites Bakery, getting used to their process and style and wedding cake market. And over time, Little Bites and my tiny version of Rebel Bread participated in publicity opportunities, photo shoots for our products, meetups, all these just to keep practicing and to get to meet potential clients and collaborators. At the time, a real bakery, you know, like our own bakery that wasn't an apartment kitchen, that felt so far away. The idea of telling you this story felt like something that would have to wait for a distant memoir. But the thing about the unknown is that it feels like forever until it happens. I remember looking for barista work in what only took a couple weeks and I was being picky. If someone had told me that I would find a job 10 days from now, I would say 10 days is nothing, that'll be here before I know it. But when there's no definite end or start really in sight, that unknown That time feels like forever. Every day, walking around looking for the thing you're supposed to be doing until it finally happens, you can never be too sure when or even if you'll find it. Each day feels like a step on this journey into the dark with no knowing where the end could be. Well, my journey of getting rejected from coffee shop after shop ended with finding a terrific match at my favorite local hangout. They're known for having some of the neighborhood's best coffee, charismatic staff, and an enjoyable space to spend the afternoon. And the typical barista in this part of town tends to be artsy and wears a lot of sweaters, so I fit right in. Even though it was only a couple months out of my Denver story, the most important part about working there was meeting the group of driven, talented, eccentric creatives that would become my friends. The coffee shop believes in supporting their people for the things they do outside of coffee work, so everyone there had a thing. I worked with an actor, a model, a bluegrass musician, an illustrator, a fashion designer, and more, and I got to be the baker. Today we're talking about being at the start of this new business bakery journey, and one of the things I spend a lot of time thinking about right now is, how do I define success, or when will I consider myself to be successful? My time in coffee turned out to shed some light on those questions. Around the coffee shop, I loved asking my friends, how do you introduce yourself? They're a unique bunch of creatives and I don't know how to introduce myself yet. I'm a baker, but was also a server and sometimes a pastry chef, but I don't have a bakery yet. I moved from San Francisco and also Los Angeles, but I have a lot to say about Italy. Most people aren't sure what to make of me and I kind of like it that way. So who or what am I? And when will I really know what that is? 
It was my friend Alex, the illustrator, who told me some advice he heard from one of his role models. This role model is a famous illustrator and had said that even after publishing one of her most well-known works, it would take years before she could quit her day job. But the fact that she got to comfortably live her life making the art she loved, even if it wasn't full-time yet, meant that she had made it. Oh, I love the sound of that. And so I wonder when I get to make it. Alex, too, spends countless hours illustrating every week. And even if he's still working other jobs, he considers himself to have made it. My business partner, Renee, and I have started a list called I Will Have Made It When. Renee's list starts with being able to take a vacation day whenever she feels like it. My list includes getting to go on culinary inspiration trips to Italy and have a research and development team that I pay to work full-time on coming up with the next best products, the next cruffin, if you will. We won't get started on cruffins today. That's a whole other episode. And on the top of our shared list is having hammocks in the bakery. Why not? I mean, why not is the whole point of this list, whether it be hammocks or trips to Europe. I think the point is that I will always be adding to this list. It would be boring if I ever checked everything off of it. To Alex, my illustrator friend, it's all a matter of perspective. He says that once he changed his mindset on his career path, he became a lot happier. He loves working in coffee, so being a barista is an enjoyable part of his lifestyle, not something to suffer through until his art career takes off more than it already has. And in his story... He says he was never trying to sustain himself on art alone. Choosing to keep art part-time allows him the freedom to also choose work that's most meaningful to him and that other people care about as well. So we talk about this over coffee, and then Alex asks me, what does success mean to you? Well, I'd love a book deal and that R&D team, but that's not happening anytime soon. Hammocks sound like a great start. Although little moments of success happen all the time, you just have to look for them. Recently, I've been wondering what past Zach, that is, me six months, a year, five years ago, what have you, would have put on his making it list. Just in the past year, I was written about in my university newspaper for baking bread out of my apartment. I've received thank you emails from clients about making their wedding night with the best buttermilk bar donuts they've ever had. I got to meet and was asked to be a guest speaker for my greatest culinary anthropologist slash chef role model, Evan Kleiman. I remember a year ago saying that I will have made it one day when I get to be a guest on her podcast. So being asked to speak in her food ecology class was really the next best thing and such a surprise. And now another thing crossed off that list. Each of these moments was unexpected to me. But that's the thing about the unknown, that it feels like forever until it happens to you. And I thought they wouldn't happen for a while. And while I took the time to celebrate them, my perspective has naturally shifted and my benchmark for what will make me happy and what my goals are, they continue to change. It's a good change, of course, but I have to make sure to remember all of those little successes along the way. I don't know if I've made it because the list keeps growing, but I sure am happy. Now, when it comes to the approval of past Zach, I also have to remind myself that I move to a new city, I work a day job in a bakery, and I drive a Mini Cooper, and it sounds trivial, but that last one is especially important because all of those things would make high school Zach very, very happy to hear. And high school Zach probably wouldn't believe it if you told him what I'm doing now, so I bet I've already made it in his eyes. And I guess I still won't consider myself to have made it for a long time. I still have hammocks to buy. 
but I sure am doing my best to be making it a little more each day. Now that you're caught up on what life has been like in Denver and how I feel about it, that brings us to our project updates for the week. First up, where are we going to put this bakery? A few weeks ago, I walked into a coffee shop outside of Denver. My barista friends have given me a list of all the destination coffee places I should check out, and so I stopped by this one roaster while outside of Denver for a doctor's appointment. I talked with the barista, mentioned I was a baker, and he told me about their owner's dream of turning their back warehouse space into a bread bakery. The owner emailed me that afternoon, and now, many meetings later, we're trying to make it happen. And there's not much more to it than that. There are changes all the time, and I'll keep you updated on those. The ease of this new relationship, however, feels like when you blindly send your resume out to 20 companies, and the job you get is the one your friend introduces you to because they know you'd be a great fit. Or extensive online dating only to meet your significant other in an effortless conversation in the grocery checkout line. Whatever serendipity looks like to you, that's what it felt like for me. There's still a lot to figure out to make this project a reality, but we're all on the same team and making it happen. Peter, the owner of this coffee shop, is an inspiring new friend and future landlord. In my eyes, he's already made it. He started the coffee shop and roasting company where a team of passionate people run his operations. He can employ himself to grow the company and is constantly thinking about how they can be a better neighbor and support to the community. Maybe the thing I admire most is that Peter still sees himself as having a long ways to go. He's told me that he'll never be satisfied. And yes, if you're thinking what I'm thinking, I did recommend that he listen to Hamilton. Next, after months of failing in my home kitchen, I'm back to baking lots of sourdough as well as persona loaves, my own spin on sourdough by making flavored loaves of bread based off my friends' personalities. It's the kind of creative baking that I love, and I'm having fun sharing them for the first time with my new Denver friends. My favorite part of baking bread in LA was when I was first getting started and got to give out loaves to all my friends for the first time. There's nothing like a spontaneous gift of homemade bread, and I get to do that all over again in my new community. Next, the Rebel Bread Instagram account is active. I mean, I'm still terrible at keeping up with it, but I'm posting updates from all the events and projects we participate in. You can check it out in the coming days to see photos from a styled photo shoot with our partner Little Bites Baking Co. in collaboration with Allie and John Photography. Big thank you to Allie and John for the beautiful photos, including the one on the cover of this podcast. You can follow us at Rebel Bread Denver. I've also decided to teach bread classes. Teaching was always a part of the plan, but was something I thought I'd do years from now when I got a day off from baking. Our coffee roaster partners and friends reminded me that so much of my message is bringing bread and relationships with bread into the community. Teaching is a true passion of mine, so I'm excited to be restructuring my business plan to include bread classes from day one. So if you're in Denver, please get in touch so I can get you into a trial class this summer. And last major update is I started this podcast. I'm not saying it will be successful or even good, but it is something I thought wouldn't happen for years to come. And I'm learning that success and progress is a mindset and a journey. I've got a lot to say, but I'm not an expert. And so instead, I hope this is a conversation we get to have together.
As an artist, an entrepreneur, and a lifelong learner, I probably will never consider myself to have made it. And I'm never going to stop learning, so I think that all of this is worth sharing sooner rather than later. All of those things, from the new location to the bread classes, those are all wins in my mind, and reminders that I'm making it a little each day. So as your friend, I ask you to keep an eye out for the wins in your life. I bet you're making it too. Maybe you got yourself that hammock already. And keep reaching, of course, because there's so much out there we still have to do. Never be satisfied. Next Sunday, we'll talk about the long and winding story of how I got into baking in the first place, because where I've been says a lot about the kind of bakery that Rebel is going to be. Have a great week. Thank you to the Tall Pines and Free Music Archive for this track, Fire in My Bones.